And welcome to uh, Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I am Brandon. Hey, and I am Craig. Yes, you are. I am. It's a beautiful Monday morning. How about this weather? Well, actually, the weather is actually not bad. I mean, I can deal with the sun, no wind, 45 degrees, you know, going up to 68 today and, you know, it's sweatshirt and short weather. Uh, that's perfect. Anything colder than this is um not too good and good hands, bro. Thanks. He just about knocked I'm over his coffee. About just spilled my coffee. Speaking of coffee, we are drinking um I had a buddy, Donovan Hitchings, listens to the podcast and he texted me the other day. He said, "Hey, I want to bring you some of my favorite coffee." For you and Craig to drink on the podcast, and so and we're drinking it. He stopped by this morning. It is called the Highlander Grog, and um, so he just stopped by, and I did a little pour over. We're sitting here with the craft. If you need more, let me know. I will. Um, thank you. It's, it's got a good flavor to it. It, it, it does had a really. Um, when it was ground, it had a really caramely mm-hmm. smell to it, and it's. I can taste a little hint of that in in the flavor. So, yeah, and there's like a look like a little caramel. Uh, what else is in that? There's some, there's some other taste in that that we're not sure. talking about. Um, no whiskey in that, is there? No, maybe. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> there, almost, that's why I like almost, I, I can taste a little, almost like a, not a nutmeg, but a, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was really good. And, um, that was a good surprise when, uh, you came in and had the coffee and said, Hey, I'm going to make this and Highlander Grog. We looked it up on, uh, online. Don't really know too much about it, but it does definitely have a good taste yeah, to it. And, good. Good um, we may have to try that. So, um, I'm going to have to look and see where I can actually buy that and who actually sells that. But, um, that was, it's good coffee. So thank you, Donovan, for, yeah. uh, thinking of us and, um, anybody else want us to try their favorite coffee? That's right. Hey, bring it on. We as are long, more than happy. As long as it's not Folgers, I'm good. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if they bring it in. You know, that it. is the most deceptive song, like theme song or, you know, gimmick song out there. The, the best, best part of waking yeah, up. Yeah, I am not a fan of Folgers. My mom and dad just recently switched back to Folgers from Maxwell House. They're like, it has better flavor. Didn't used to. I think Folgers. And maybe it does really... now. I don't know. Yeah. I used to. I actually used to like Maxwell House's breakfast breakfast blend. And okay. I would I would brew it a little bit stronger, and it just had a good smooth flavor to it. Yeah, but but lately I've been you know really big into the Black Rifle coffee. Yeah, Black so. Rifle's good, and I saw a commercial of theirs last night. Yeah. The uh, owner or whatever, um, it was on um, big long commercial actually. You know, talked about mm-hmm. you know kind of his past, and he was walking through you know some military things, yes. and yep. so that was really good. And um, and I have um, been. Become a big fan of Minutemen coffee, and I know I mentioned yeah, that on here that. Um, a few weeks ago or a month ago or so. And um, my son got that for me for present for my birthday, and I've yet to order this, but I, I need to because it looks really good, and I've been talking about it. So I just need to order, you know, a bag so I can grind it because right. we do the um, press pot, okay. French press pot, yep. and I love doing that because it's a little different flavor. It's got right. a little different, you know, ambiance to it, and I like it. Yeah, and it's a little stronger and. I like my coffee strong. So you like uh, your coffee strong, but you drink it with cream. So. Not a cream, yeah, yeah. How, why? I drink it like every American drinks it. I drink mine black. Okay, but I do. So you're a little, bro. I do make it a little weaker, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, it's. So uh, yeah, if you have coffee, you want uh, Brandon and I to test out. We can uh, give you a, uh, you know, give you a review of it. We were more than happy. So the Highlander Grog, thank you very much. It is good. I do like yep, it. Thanks, I like Donovan. it a lot, actually. Yeah, it's and, it's uh, real good. Got a good flavor to it. It's I'll a good surprise. Pour me some more here in just a little bit, but but yeah, no, you surprised me um, with your response about the weather. If you don't know Craig. <laughs> Craig's happy like maybe six weeks out of the year with the weather. Well, like he complains. That stretched it out, bro. That stretched it, it out. Maybe that may be an exaggeration. <laughs> he complains like all through the winter. It's so cold and it's, and I will give it to you. Last winter, the wind. Yeah. When I open up my door to my truck and I barely got it open and it swings totally open. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a complaining day and you're going to hear about it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and so the wind was rough last year, but you know, you complain about that and then you spring hits and you're like, Oh, this is nice and then like you know, three weeks later it's like ninety, you're like, Oh, it's so hot, this weather's oh, awful. I got till like September to deal with this. <laughs> and then I got another week and a half where it's gonna be pleasant and then we're back at it. And then we're back. So no, it's that's kind of the ongoing joke here. I wonder what the heavens weather is gonna be like. It's gotta be perfect, right? It has to be. 
I mean, w- watch it be like 90 degrees in humidity. <laughs> right? No, it's not I don't think, I don't think no, we'll be worried about it, but. <laughs> So. But no, you're right. But actually the weather, like I said, when, like this morning, like right mm-hmm. now, it's like maybe high 40s, yeah. low 50s and. But it's uh, sunny. Sunny, no wind. There's no wind. It's almost perfect. You yep. almost do anything out there yep. right now. I love, I love wearing shorts and a sweatshirt and that's my favorite, uh, weather. And I see you're wearing jeans and your grounded sweatshirt. I'm wearing my, this is the most comfortable sweatshirt. We're actually like uh, almost identical to the, um, to the graphic on that sweatshirt, we're both drinking coffee, and that's right. We walked into um, the kids had last week had parent teacher conferences, and Allie was wearing her long. She's got a long sleeve T shirt, a gray long sleeve T shirt with the logo okay. on it. And we walked into Christian's teacher, and um, she met us in the hallway. And she goes, she looked at Allie, and she said, "Oh, I love your shirt." And then she looked at me, and she goes, "Hey, that's you." <laughs> yes, it is. It is me. And don't forget to listen to Grounded with exactly. Brandon and Craig. You're like, my wife can't get enough of me. She's got to have it. She's got to wear me. Oh, exactly. Like, wherever exactly. she goes. So, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, so, yeah. uh, had a big last couple of days for me. Okay. Being a Braves fan. We are in the, the, you know, I was going to bring it up because I know, I know we don't, we have people that listen that are not baseball fans, yeah, but we'll, we'll keep this brief. We'll keep it brief. Congratulations. They're two games up in the National League Championship no Series. Congratulations right yet. Well, you know, when you go toe to toe with the Dodgers and, um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I have complained about your manager, some of the bonehead things that he has done, but I will tell you something. He is out managing Dave Roberts. Oh yeah. The Dodgers. Cause yeah. Dave Roberts, I don't know what he's doing over there in that dugout. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, our manager, Brian Snitker is actually keeping good pitchers in the ball game and Dave Roberts is like, Oh yeah. You know, last night was a little better. They kept Scherzer in for four for, innings, four innings and Scherzer said, Air quotes, if you know, you can't see that at home, but Scherzer said his arm was stiff and he just didn't have his stuff. I, I've ne- I don't buy that. Scherzer's one of the best pitchers yeah. out there. Um, and your manager is actually playing Jock Peterson, which is awesome because yeah. in the uh, divisional series, Jock hit like two home runs and pinch hit. He was like three for three. He was three for three with two home runs. And I, I mean, I don't know. I think Snitker knew what he was doing there. He was saving him for the big moments. He may have. I think, I think it just worked out in his favor he, at that time, but he stepped uh, up in a big moment last night. We were down Odin, Owen two and, uh, he stepped up and hit a two run homer to and tie, tie it the up. ball game. Yeah. yeah. That had to be, uh, I bet he went around the bases with his fist bumping them. Uh, yeah. You know, he's, uh, he's a little, he's uh, very confident, very confident and he's very, uh, what do you call it? Um, not dramatic, but uh, excitable. Excitable, right? Yes, yeah. No, he's fun to watch, and just yeah, you can tell that everybody loves him too in Atlanta. The the players and obviously the fans. I as a fan, I, th- I think he's been great, a great pickup. But they truthfully, picked up- of all the players in Major League Baseball, he's the one that um that I think has he's fun to watch. Yeah, I, the other ones I just don't really care. Yeah, to it was watch funny them. yesterday because uh, Austin Riley's had a big couple of couple of games now against the Dodgers he had the um he had a home run on Saturday and then had the the walk-off base hit in the ninth on Saturday as well <clears throat> Dale Murphy threw out the first pitch oh did he really? yesterday and so he he came out with a Dale Murphy jersey on and then he takes that off and had an Austin Riley jersey on and then he reaches in his pocket and this is all before he throws out the first pitch he reaches in his pocket and pulls out a necklace of of pearls which Jock Peterson, for some reason, this this pearl necklace has has shown up, and Jock has been wearing this pearl necklace. What is that all about? I think that's where he gets his superpower from. It's Jocktober. I don't know. Yeah, it is. And it's so, that. so Dale Murphy puts this pearl, and the crowd was just eating it up. I mean, the crowd in Atlanta. Yeah, well, so, if you really think about Braves baseball back in the eighties, Dale Murphy was yes. was the king. Yeah, absolutely. In yeah, and and they love him there. Yep. But it was uh it was a good couple games in Atlanta and now the the scary part is we're heading to Dodger Stadium. Heading to California. Heading to California and so we'll we'll see what happens. The Braves were up last year 3 to 1 against the Dodgers and they came back and and won four uh, three straight. Right. And beat the Braves to go on to then go to mm-hmm. the World Series and win it. Braves have a little different team this year, but, and I do have a, a correction to make. You know, we, we, we normally get things pointed out, but here's the deal. No one cares about this. Nobody. Because nobody has said anything. My nobody dad, cares about this. My dad didn't even call me out on this. Um, so Brandon's going to tell you something that you're not even going to care I about. I feel like I have it. to do it. Okay. Uh, two weeks ago, I said that Max Freed went out with a, a elbow or shoulder injury. 
and and it wasn't Max Fried. Max Fried is still completely healthy. It was Mike Soraka. So there you go. I apologize, Max. If you're listening crickets, and you're not. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Enough about the Braves. Enough about baseball. But um, anyway, congratulations. Hope the, hope the, uh, trip to California is going to do well. And thanks. I hope you don't, uh, you know, pull your hair out too much over the next couple of days. So, yeah. We'll but, see. You know. they, they play again tomorrow, but it's been nice. You know, we're talking about the weather. I started a fire yesterday and the day before right um, in the evening just because it was like nice and cool it was a very good ambiance picture just, it was great uh, i could you almost know, feel warm from the picture i had the wood stove going and then i've got the mantle and underneath the mantle i've got led lights that i can turn whatever color and so for the braves i had them red oh gosh and had the tv going and but no it was it was nice just sitting there with the fire it's like okay right it's fall yeah. fall is officially here because the last few weeks have been just crazy warm. Yeah. I mean, for like Thursday, like wasn't Thursday was 83 or four. Yeah. And, um, like yesterday or Saturday was a high of 55 and yesterday was barely 60 degrees. So yeah, it was nice, um, but yeah, it was very nice. Yep. And, um, but yeah, it's been, it's actually been good weather. And, um, we had, uh, we had an event here at church on Saturday night and we had been talking about it here on the podcast. Um, I wasn't invited. Well, you're not old enough. Oh, okay. You gotta be so tall and be old enough to ride that ride. That I'll never be tall enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we had the Young at Heart, uh, meeting and get together and, um, I'm not quite sure how many were there, but I bet there was at least 40. It was very crowded. Um, Glenn and Lisa Smith did an absolutely awesome job of getting this thing organized yeah. in the first I heard, event. I heard you had steak. They had steak. When they said cookout, I was thinking like hamburgers, hot, and hot dogs, dogs, and yeah, hot dogs and hamburgers and chips and you know all that. No, mm. it was steak. It was chicken. It was, and then everybody was to bring a side, and you know it was like, you know, it was like Thanksgiving, you know, with steak and chicken. And I'll be honest with you, he he did a very good That's job great. cooking those steaks. Well, and and I think it did exactly what it needed to do and what it's designed to do. And I think it's it's good. You know, you're going to have more events coming up. But I heard people here yesterday having conversations that, and they were talking about the day before. And so right. I think it's building relationships, which is exactly what, you know, what you want to do in the body of Christ. You want to build those relationships. Exactly. And I, and I think it was just a good time just to spend time to, you know, sitting down and eating and, yeah. uh, you know, you, you, when you sit down with somebody and eat, it's a whole different thing than just sitting down and talking to them. Right. You're, you're actually, you hear a lot of things. Yep. And, um, so at my table, I had, uh, Jeff and Patty Evans and, um, and the, and the Naumans were, um, at my table okay. and, and, uh, we had a good time and it was good. So then I moved over to the next table where the Federers and, um, Willie and Faith and, uh, there's somebody else there too. And I can't remember who it was. Um, but we, uh, we talked for mm -hmm. a minute, but everybody just had a really, had a really good time that's good and, um again uh, thanks to glenn and lisa smith and um, if you guys are 55 and older and you're listening and you'd like to be a part of this and you missed the first event be sure to contact them or talk to them on a sunday at, at best uh, email the church office or to call the church and we'll send you in the right direction because uh you you, you want to take part in this 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 was top notch and i don't know where you go from here where do you go from steak but that's the top, right? I mean, filet mignon. I mean, they're going to take everybody lobster? to um, Texas Day Brazil. Texas Day Brazil. Maybe that's the next event. Yeah, I drew a blank on the name there. Yeah, you did, but I could see it in your eyes. Now I'm hungry. You started. Uh, you, your tongue came out. And you, <laughs> I was I knew salivating you were talking about steak. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I did something yesterday that I have not done in a very long time. I rollerbladed. Jump roped. <laughs> yes, that too. Rollerbladed. Rollerbladed. Yeah, they had the uh, end of the year. Uh, upward into the year celebration, okay. they rented out Zoomers up in Marion roller skating rink, which you know it's like I didn't even know that roller skating rinks were still around. What is this, 1955? Oh, it was great. Did they play an organ while you were going around? No, it was actually it like really music? nice. Okay. I don't know if um, if they asked them to do this or they just automatically. They had a YouTube playlist, I think, running through their speakers. Okay, and it was just Christian music, and so it was it was good because it was a lot of the music that you know I listen yeah. to and and all of that stuff. And and sorry, no Willie's Roadhouse or or anything mm -hmm. like that. No Elvis Channel. Um, Darn. But no, it was it was good. <laughs> I I didn't get the roller skates. I haven't roller skated since I've been like eight. 
you know, growing up in the in the eighties and, and early nineties, rollerblades were the things. Well, and roller skating. When I was in the youth ministry, I went in in nineteen eighty four and was there for about thirteen years. Right, that was huge. That was the one of the biggest events I could take kids to. I mean, we would literally take sixty kids roller yeah. skating. Yeah, and uh, I remember. So yeah, yeah, it was huge. And I'm like, I didn't know there was roller skates, roller skating available now. Yep, we should go, staff. Oh goodness. <laughs> Make sure our insurance. Can is I all get that up. thing that Christian had? That you the, know, the 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 walker exactly. Much. That's what I want yeah. right there. I want the walker. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. It would be interesting, but it'd be fun for me. It would be fun, and you guys could have a chuckle, and I wouldn't care. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No. It it was good. It was it was nice to be able to 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 break that out again, and everybody oh, had a good, good time. My kids had never. We went ice skating last last winter, and they did fairly well with that. Um, and so they had never roller skated before, but yeah, it was good. That's pretty good. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Didn't break any bones. Did you fall? I did not. Yeah. Allie? Allie did not. Wow. Yeah. Graceful. Yeah. Christian and Jordan fell a couple of times. Kennedy did pretty well, but she's as light as a feather. So, yeah. I mean, she know. doesn't have a long fall. Yeah. You know, when you're my, my height, you fall. That's a long place. That's a long way to go. Yeah. You know, and and I'm hard. like Kennedy's height, so I don't have as far to fall either. So. <laughs> This is true, right? <laughs> yeah. Goodness, how far are we into this? This seems like uh, what, about ten minutes, or no, we're about fifteen 15? minutes or so. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, anything big happen with you lately? Not like you. Not like me. Yeah, you've got big things going on. I mean, yeah. you just purchased. Uh, I did. I don't know if you want to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. There you go. I mean, you you get roller skating, you get to go hunting, yeah. and you buy a truck on top of that. That's so, right. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we've been looking. We talked about buying a new truck, and with the way gas prices are, uh, you, you, it seems like every time you fill up, you send me a, a text message. Like of, $82. Yeah, it's like how much? It's like that scared me of buying a, a new truck right? and getting rid of <laughs> We've got a Kia Sorento. And like, like yesterday at some point I looked and when I, you been, drive a truck, you don't worry about the gas. Exactly. You can't. So I checked yesterday and I'd been like 50 miles, like to church and back home right. and then heading down to pick up the truck. And I was averaging like 27 miles to the gallon. Oh goodness. And it's like, so that ultimately was the, the big decision on going with an older truck because, you know, I hunt, we, we burn firewood. And so I just needed a truck to be able to, to do all of that stuff in and not treat my car like a truck. Right. Because essentially over the past few years, that's what we've done. Um, hauled deer in the car and all that stuff. Right. And so I've been looking and, and I'm glad the, the process is over because I got tired of looking at auto trader and cars.com and all of that stuff, but ended up finding this, um, for sale by an individual down in Columbus. And, um, gentleman was super nice. He was, he was an older gentleman, had purchased the truck back in April, um, and then had some health issues come up and, mm-hmm. um, it, it was neat. Um, Allie got to talk to him a little bit on Saturday while, um, the mm-hmm. older two and I took it for a test drive. And, and then before we left yesterday, after we purchased the truck and everything and got all the paperwork done, we, um, we prayed with him, kind of circled up and prayed with him just for his health, mm-hmm. health stuff going on and everything. And, and he was a really, really nice guy. And, and, um, so I felt like God just kind of led us to that one because the ones that I was, was finding, especially in that age range, we were looking for an older truck that wasn't as expensive, but that right. was in good shape that, you know, would, you know, get us, allow us to do what we needed so to do. So you ended up it. getting a Dodge, uh, Ram 3500 oh, Dually? I wish. Dually. Yeah. No, it is a, it's a little truck. Um, it's a Dodge Dakota. Okay. Um, it's got a V8 in it. Um, it's four by four. That was the big thing, you know, right. wanting a four wheel drive. Oh, V8 engine's good. That's V8 uh, that's engine's really good. good. Um, and so, you know, I can't, I can't pick on Clint Matlack anymore about having a little truck. Uh, Clint's got a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah. He did send pictures of his tow hooks yesterday. So just to prove that. And I, I don't have tow hooks on the front of mine, uh-huh. but I told him my dad welds. I'll just have dad weld one on there. You know, I actually didn't see, he sent the picture of the tow hook, but not the truck. So I don't know. That could not even be on his truck. It was a stock. No, I I actually witnessed it. Okay, I saw gotcha. it. Yeah. All right, got gotcha. So, but no, we're we're excited. The kids, um, you know, can fit in the back of this. When we go over every year, and that's going to be coming up here in about a month, uh, to Cackler Farms over in outside of Delaware and get our Christmas tree. And and so it's always you you know how it is. You have a truck, mm-hmm. and so for us, it's always like, hey, you know, 
so and so can we borrow your truck can can you go with us to get this mm-hmm. can we do this and so it's going to be nice not to have to worry about so that. now you're going to be the guy where it's like hey can i borrow your truck exactly yeah, perfect exactly well and, and the way i figure if i shoot a, a nice buck it's going to look even bigger in the back of this truck exactly. than it would in like a dodge ram so what is your pulling weight on that truck do you know i mean um that i'm not sure i could probably look it up yeah i can look it up but so. congratulations anyway. That's, Thanks. Yeah. That's you awesome. know, I'm, I'm a real boy now. It's like a, I'm Pinocchio. Wow. Pinocchio. I'm a real boy, Papa Geppetto. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Clint did come in yesterday after, afternoon. He said, hey, Elmo called. He, he wants his truck back. He did. Right after church, he came Man, in. You were like, what? I didn't even have the truck yet. <laughs> I noticed you were trying your best to get out of church as fast as you could. Yeah, we were trying to get we were trying to get down there to get that um, taken care of and everything, so we could get back and get to Zoomers right. for rollerblading and and everything. So, so yeah, it's been a busy weekend. Yeah, I drove to Mansfield week. on Friday, Ugh. and then we had the football game Friday night. I announced that it rained, it poured buckets, like they played through it. it. There was no lightning, hard. Yeah. and um, I mean, it was raining in sheets. It yeah, bad. I and yeah, it went to a running game for a while. Oh my, but. Well, that's good. So, um, good weather. You good got weather. a new truck. Your yeah. team's up to nothing. Man, life is life good. Life is great as compared to a month ago. You were in the hospital. Exactly. And uh, I'm still waiting on German chocolate cake. So I, I, I know my time's coming. It's I, coming. I, I'm, it's coming. It I is can coming. feel it. I can feel it. Yes. Had a good day yesterday. Yep. It was a great day. We did have a good day yesterday and, um, it was amazing because, um, we were packed. It was like a can of sardines. Um, and I, um, you know, it, we, it's the craziest thing is when you look out and you stand up. Well, when you first came, when I first came into church, um, on the second service, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, where's everybody today? So I went down to the front row, sat down. Yeah. By the time I got up, I walked up, I went to say, where'd you all Where come, did you come from? from? And how did this happen? I started singing the <laughs> countdown song with, you know, four and a half minutes to go in the countdown. So right. four and a half minutes before service started. And it was like, oh, this service is going to be dismal. Like there was nobody in here, just a few right. people. And then by the time like we were done with the first song in our opening set, it was like, we're pretty full. Like we had people still coming in, like right. trying to look to find seats. Like where, where are we going to sit? There's, you know, not room for us there and all that. Right. And people were having to come up to the front, which I love seeing. Like right. people are like, yeah, right. oh, I don't right. want to sit up front, but that's the only place there's enough seats for us. Well, and, it's funny because, uh, you know, we, you, you, we did three, three songs and then I got up and even when I'm, Three or four minutes into it, there are people still, people coming, still coming in, in to yeah. the, uh, to the, to the auditorium. So yeah, it was a good day and, uh, we were, what, 3.30-ish or 3.30 or something like yeah, that. Right at 3.30. So, yeah. so that was really good. And, um, you know, that room, uh, when you get, when you get that many people, you know, over two services like that, you can really tell it's yes. a different vibe in there. It is. It is a lot different vibe. It's yep. like mo- almost an electricity in there. Mm-hmm. So I like it when they're not that, you know, hey, we can count the numbers. I like it. Number one, God is there. Yeah. And number two, there's a different vibe and you, the worship seems to be a lot more. I agree. There were a couple of times energy. There were a couple of times where I just kind of backed off the mic. There was one just because my breathing was is still giving me issues sometimes. Right. And we maybe sing the song a little faster than we normally do, and so I was like, I don't have breath. Speed singing with yeah, Brandon Chenault. That's right. And um, but there were a couple of times where it was like I could just hear hear the crowd singing, and it was right. like I. I'm gonna back off and just let them do their thing because it was gorgeous. I mean, it was just beautiful. Yeah, and and the new faces that keep coming in absolutely is, is something that amazes me. I mean, it seems like the last, I mean, correct me, four or five yeah, weeks. Four or five weeks. Um, it, there is constantly new faces coming in. And yesterday, yeah. I, I think I told you before we started this. Um, you know, I looked over to the right, I looked over to the left, and I'm like. I'm speaking and I'm like, I don't know that person. I've never seen that person. Yeah. Who is that person? And I'm like, you know, and normally I have a hard time seeing, but yesterday for some reason I could see. You were just picking out the new people. Yeah. The the new faces were popping out and I'm like, this is absolutely awesome. And I, one point I had to look around the room and make sure there's still red carpet in there because I'm like, am I still at RCC? Where'd I go? (laughs) Did I get transported? Did I get transported into some other vision pig or whatever? So. But no, that was really good. I thought the worship was good. I thought um people sang well. Uh, the did. electricity uh in the service, after service, people standing around talking mm-hmm. and and that's what I think I love um 
about more than anything is after church is over and everybody's worshipped and, you know, we've heard from God and heard from his word, uh, people just stand around in pockets of groups of people in corners and stuff talking. And yep. I love that. Yep. I think that's really good. Yep. And I think that's, there's, there's electricity in that there too. Is. And, yeah. Well, and I even and, love it when you're standing around talking, there's kids running in between you and all that. That was, yep. there were some kids running yesterday. Yeah, so, there were. And yeah. half of them were yours, but anyway. right. Exactly. Yeah, but no, that's the thing, and I've talked about this before, and I've even said this on a Sunday morning when I stand up. There have been times where I'll stand up to welcome everybody, and I just don't I don't want to stop their conversations because you can hear that electricity, and, right. and that's the great thing. Like, that is a pleasing sound to God. That That's right. worship. You exactly. know, it just looks a little different, but those conversations, yeah. that excitement that people are having, checking on each other and right. telling about their week or whatever they're talking about, yep. you know, that's worship to God. Mm-hmm. It just looks a little bit different, and, and so, yeah, it's just... It's what was um, see that. funny yesterday is um, I usually I sit through the entire first service usually, mm-hmm. and then I will um, uh, when I'm done speaking I usually leave and go talk to people out in the hallways yep. or whatever. And um, as I was leaving uh, after the second service and I was heading getting ready to head out the door, the as you're looking to the back from the stage, you know the left side mm-hmm. of the we call it the coves the cove that entire cove there. It was packed. Yeah. There wasn't one seat that was open, and I don't know how many people can sit back there, 25 or 30. Yeah, probably but about 18 or 20 maybe. That's the most I've ever seen back there in the last year and a half or yeah. so because they were just jammed back there. Right. And then there was kids playing on the floor down there, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is awesome. So I know. I almost missed coming up at the end because I was back there playing on the floor. I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that. Hey, and did you notice that I was right on time yesterday? I, okay. We, you didn't give me much love about it either. So. No, I, you are the man. You First the man. service, I, I had 11 seconds still to go and I, and I was done. Yeah. Well, that was with everything. And I didn't post ramble. Well, and so we, we ended up right on time, both we services. Did. Hour and five minutes. I'm proud of us. Yeah. You know, air high five. There. Yeah. Boom. Good job. So yeah, but. So yeah, it was a good day and um the um you know I thought the uh the topic is something that, you know, um I think is pretty relevant for us right today. Yeah, absolutely. And um and I, you know, when you talk about, you know, some of the things that we're that we've been going through and I love the apostle Paul because you know he started out in second uh, Timothy chapter 4 verses 6 through 8 and he says my life has already been poured out as an offering to God and the time of my death is near and I have fought the good fight I've finished the race and I have remained faithful and now the prize awaits me the crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will give me on the day of his return and the prize is not just for me but for all who eagerly look forward to his mm-hmm. appearing and and I love it because he's writing to Timothy and we know Timothy is a very young man and Timothy, um, you know, he's trying to tell him, you know, this is, this is pretty much the end here for right. me. And, uh, but he's trying to encourage him to do a couple of different things. And, and, we, and I broke it down yesterday that there's two tracks really that right. number one is the track of, you know, preserve and proclaim the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. And that's the, that's the, uh, that's the first track. And, um, and that's something that we have to do. And I said in almost in every chapter, um, he, he talks about that. And we went down, we went down through that. And then on track two was endure suffering that's going to follow because right. you proclaim yep. and protect and give the truth of the gospel yep. of Jesus Christ. And I think that's the important thing is to to point out and just to remember that there there's a difference between trials that you go through exactly and being persecuted for your faith. Exactly. Um, you know, we're all going to go through trials. Exactly. You know, whether you're you're hospitalized or you get sick or you know, you have an accident in your car or you know, something's going to happen, something's right. going to come up where it's like, oh, that's that's rough, but it's it's not because you necessarily did anything. It's not because you believe in God. It's just part of living in a sinful world. It's part of living in this life. And then the other shoe is is the persecution because of your faith, because of your trust in Jesus Christ. And then Paul's at that point where he, you know, he's being persecuted. Paul's writing to Timothy, you know, in chains. Exactly. And and he's in prison and he's like, hey, you know, it's it's okay because you've got to keep your eye Mm-hmm. On the prize. Exactly. You gotta run the race, you know, run, run in a way to finish the race, you right. know, to get the prize, to get the medal. And, um, and, and I love, 
I love Paul's writings. Oh yeah, you know, you know Paul wrote half the New Testament. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but they're so relatable today. It's like he could have sure. wrote them yesterday. You know, we talked about that with James's mm-hmm. James's book. James's is that how you say that? Yeah, uh, with the book of James. Um, but you know, it's just so applicable, and and the the illustrations that Paul uses, just like running a race right. to win the prize. Everybody you, knows that you, you understand that, even if you can't run anymore, you you understand <laughs> exactly. that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, and so that's just, you know, just a great reminder of saying, of Paul saying, Hey, you know, yes, I'm in chains. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm being persecuted, but that's not what matters. You've got to stay faithful, stay faithful to God Mm -hmm. and, um, and be, you know, keep your eyes on him and to continue, like you said, those two tracks continue to preserve the gospel. Exactly. Preach the truth. And I won't read all the scriptures, but on the preserving you know, the gospel and the truth of the gospel, he kind of goes down and gives some scriptures, you know, hold fast to the pattern of sound words. And then he says, the things that you have already learned from me and among many witnesses can commit to these, commit to faithful men. Um, and I love that he just continues to, you know, roll down that road. And then second Timothy four, two, he says, preach the word, right? Be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. I mean, you, it's easy to, would you agree? It's easy to be a Christian and to talk about Jesus Christ and the gospel when you, when Christianity is not being, you know, um, taunted. Right. You know, but how hard is it when, especially today in 2021, we know. Yep. And if somebody says, you know, oh, you, you guys are off, off base here. Um, I, no, we're not yep. because Christianity, God, God's word, his truth yep. is actually being tromped on right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like I said yesterday, I don't think we've seen anything yet. No, I, think, I agree. I think we've only dipped our little toe into the pool and, um, they're about ready to shove us in yep. and we're going to see really how, what we're made of. Yep. And, uh, but this preach the word and be ready in season and out of season. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, and, and, and in second Timothy one eight, and I, I like the, um, the version you're reading there from this new King James version, you know, the, the second Timothy four, two that you just read. Right. You know, I like, like that convince rebuke exhort, you know, um, but Second Timothy one eight, you read that. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the suffering for the gospel according to the power of God. You know, and and, and I think there there are times where sometimes we do get ashamed. Right. Sometimes we're like, oh yeah, no, it's I'll just kind of go with the flow here. But Paul's saying, no, be be firm. Exactly. Be, be strong in who you are in mm-hmm. Christ. Don't be ashamed. Right. Um, you know, that's you you are who God has made you to be and Oh, exactly. And um and the next verse was Second Timothy two three where he says, You therefore must endure hardships as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And Paul is telling us, guess what? We're when he mentions the word soldier, mm-hmm. he's putting you in a war. Right. You're automatically oh, exactly. in a war. And I didn't I didn't flush that out yesterday. I really wanted to, but I I you wouldn't have st- been 11 seconds under. Exactly. And I knew you would have been, you know, not happy with me. So, <laughs> so anyway, but you know, but think about that as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Right. That means that Jesus Christ is our commander and I am a soldier in the Lord's army. Mm-hmm. I'm in a war. I literally am in a war. And, uh, sometimes there is a uh, peaceful time in this war and sometimes we are in a battle engaging in this war. And, and so as a good soldier, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you have to endure. So. He's marching. I got that. I may never march with him. That's Going right. back totally to Sunday school now. Because I'm in the Lord's I'm army. The Lord's I totally army. forgot about it. See, we could have sang that yesterday. We could have. <laughs> yeah. Now, I love the um, just kind of talking about that, just the songs that we did sing of, you know, those ideas. You know, Always is one of my favorite songs right now by Passion. You know, um, my foes are many. Right. You know. But, you, you know, oh, my God, you will not delay my refuge and strength always. Um, and then just – Isn't there a phrase where I will stand my ground? Yes. That, yeah. Yep. I, I, and it says, I won't fear the war. I won't fear the storm. Yeah. You know, and then and the truth is, and, and Paul's, you know, open about that. Those things are going to come. The war is going to be there. The storm is going to, you know, it's going to come up. 
but we well, that, fear that, them. That song and that and that phrasing, you know, I will stand my ground. That's very biblical because yes. we're told numerous times throughout Scripture to to stand our ground. Mm-hmm. We're told that in Ephesians, especially yep. you know when we read through the armor of God to stand your ground against right. the devil's schemes. Yes. And um and it's mentioned a few other times too where we are to stand our ground. So that phrase always sticks out to me when we sing yeah. that song. It's like very highlighted because yeah. you know let's admit. Sometimes we don't want, it's hard to stand our ground. Right. Cause like you just said, you know, you know, you can get, um, with what's going on, you, you can be moved backward. And the more you move backward, the easier it is, it yeah. is to go backward. But if you can stand your ground, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to delay the enemy. Exactly. Yeah. Cause and, the truth is we like to be comfortable. Well, we don't yeah, like to be, do. you know, pressed. Yeah. We talked but, about that yesterday too. Yeah, exactly. On all, on all sides. sides. And yeah. it was funny because when I said to this, um, have you ever felt pressed on all sides? Most everybody raised their hands because, yeah. yeah, we've yeah. been there before. We've done that. We know exactly, yeah. you know, what that, what that means. So yeah. the other, the other song we sang is one of my favorite, um, older songs and that's It Is Well. Um, I just love, I love that. I love the story behind it. And I've told that in here. Um, you know, on a Sunday morning, countless times of Horatio Spafford and just right. everything he went through of of losing his his family in a shipwreck and losing all of his. He had a, a ton mm-hmm. of of rental houses in Chicago and they got destroyed in in a, a big fire there in Chicago. And, and you know, as he's going across the ocean, and the captain pulls him aside and says, "You know, this is we're going across the spot where we're pretty sure that your family, mm-hmm. you know, your wife and, and kids went down right. in the ship." You know, he, it's it was at that moment that he penned the words. Mm-hmm. You know, when peace like a river attendeth my way. You know, when sorrows like sea billows roll, you know, no matter what happens, whether I'm peaceful or whether I'm sorrowful. Right. You know, whether right. things are great or they're terrible, it is well with my soul. You know, it statement. may not be well, you know, with my emotions. It may not be well with the circumstances that are great. Right. But my soul can say, yeah, it's not good right now, but it's still okay. It's still well because my trust is in God. Exactly. And I, yeah. and I just love that story. And it's like, you know. You even said, you know, talking about people who are being persecuted, you know, we're like, yeah, you know, that would be me. You know, it right. probably wouldn't be, you know, I right. don't know that I would be able to write those words if that had happened to me. I mean, just the amount of sorrow, no. the grief that he was going through, the, the loss of, you know, what, what, what next? What am I going to do? We'd like to think we would do that. I don't know that I would. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I, it's I know. like, oh man, you know, it's like, um, you know, um, when you're going through that, you, you're having to deal with so many things. And after a while, you're like, you know, I can't do this. I cannot do this on my own. So something bigger and stronger and more powerful than I am is going to have to do that. And so exactly. And the reason why we talked about the Holy Spirit, a, you know, a week and a half or two weeks ago, I alluded to him again this Sunday. I've actually talked to a lot about him over the last three weeks because he is the thing that controls my life. It's the power of God living inside of me. Right. So to write, it is well with my soul. Yes. Must have the power of God dominating everything about him. Right. To get him to that Oh, absolutely. Point. Yeah. He wasn't leaning on himself. Well, you can't. You can't lean on yourself with that. No matter what you face, whether it's, you know, um, death or, you know, illness or uh, financial issues, marriage, right. or I don't care what yeah. it is. Yep. At, there comes a point in your life where you're like, you know what? I'm, I've been doing this on my own and I cannot do this anymore. Yep. God, forgive me for trying to do this by myself, but now I'm going to give it back. How many times you. have you done that? And you're like, Oh my goodness. It, and, it's, and it's like you feel like God just hits you upside the head with a two by four. Well, it probably happens to me more often than I care to admit. Oh, I, like, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh man, I am. And, and I've said this to you myself, Brandon, you are an idiot. I what think I've you, actually said that. You you have you're like I mean, you are yeah, an idiot. Right. I'm mean, about me. Like, yeah, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know what are you doing? Why do you not you know? And and we've talked about it over the past few weeks, like you said. Right. But I, I'm like, why are you not tapping in to this gift that God has given you in the Holy Spirit? Right. Why are you not using it? I wonder if we and again, I wonder if we allowed ourselves to take a like you know consciously intentionally. Tapped into mm. the Holy Spirit from sun up to sundown, what that would look like for us. Cause I can't tell you that I've actually done that for an entire day. Exactly. I do it during the day. Right. But I have to always it get comes back. in snippets. <laughs> yeah. Right. And snippets. I like that. Exactly. Well, when we're talking about, you know, like suffering and persecution, you know, one of the things that I mentioned was that you, um, you can't really prepare for that. 
Right. You, you can't, you just, you can't manufacture this thing. Well, I'm going to get through this. Persecution's going to come. I'm going to pull up my bootstraps. I'm going to be this person because you don't know when you're going to get. I would say it you has get to be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's you a, get it's blindsided. And when you as a Christian are taking a stand for your belief system, you're going to be persecuted. Yeah. And, um, you know, I believe that right now there are Christians and we talked about this yep. yesterday. And we've talked about this before. There are Christians right now on planet Earth that are being persecuted. There's Christians in mm-hmm. Afghanistan being persecuted who've lost their lives right. over the last eight to ten weeks because of the boneheaded move mm-hmm. that the administration pulled. That's yep. the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. So lots of people have lost their lives. There's no protection there from them at all. So you and then what take place with you know is going on in Haiti. Yes, that's um, I, what I was going to say. I was getting ready to pull up. A friend email. of mine texted me uh, yesterday. We were texting um, back and forth, and her daughter is actually a missionary um, to to Haiti. And I was trying to find her uh, her message, but um, she um, she said that. Um, oh, let me see what she says here. She was talking about the whole thing about her daughter. You know, oh, Haiti, all the missionaries there, we need to pray for them. Gangs are kidnapping yep. medical people, ministers in middle of services and missionaries as of late, as of right now, they're kidnapping them and they're breaking in to get money, even in the middle of services. Mm. Uh, they are mad at Americans. Her daughter, I won't mention her name, messaged and is physically okay right now. She's very sad for the people in Haiti, mm. such hard times for them. And she's like, we just have to keep praying for them because it seems like it's so far out of you yeah. know, our reach. We don't think about it, but these right. are real people going through real issues. Exactly. And so we're not there yet, but who knows? You know what I mean? Because right. we're being persecuted right. in other areas. But right. but think about that, Afghanistan, Haiti. But we go ahead and we're not thinking much about that. And I think we do. I think, um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you want to stop, stop it and just, just pray for the it, yeah. people of Haiti. Or if you want to, at the end of this, pray for them because... Uh, they need it. Pray for yeah. the people in Afghanistan. Pray for Christians all over this world in China and and things that are being persecuted for their faith yeah. in Jesus Christ because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For the, for what Paul was telling Timothy at the front part of of what we talked yeah. about to proclaim and defend the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why they're being persecuted. Right. Yep. And and I thought about that yesterday too, as you were speaking of, you know, we we're persecuted. But we have no idea what real persecution no. is. Like, we've got it really, really good compared to, you know, what right. you were talking about with this going on in Haiti, what's going on in Afghanistan, what's going on in other countries. And, and there are things, you know, here in the U.S. that takes place that, you know, there is persecution, but exactly. not to that extent. No. Not to the extent of what Paul went through. No. Um, and so, you know, we've, we've got it and, and it's just a great reminder, you know, to take some time mm-hmm. to pray for those missionaries, to pray exactly. for them. You know, I know quite a few personally who are, you know, missionaries of some sort or another mm-hmm. in different places. And right. so to take time and pray for them, to pray for those who've been kidnapped and, right. you know, cause we did get that email that came out about that as well. Yeah. That's funny. Cause I got that text yesterday and then the email came out a few right. hours later. I yeah. was like, oh my. Right. So I took a few minutes to pray about that. It's really hard to pray about what to to really know what to pray about, right? I mean, what do you pray about on that? Mm-hmm. I mean, God's will to be done. Exactly, a pr- safety. Yeah. Um, a hedge of protection. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, and I loved the the prayer request too. That said, um, that came out from the church. Right. They said, you know, pray that that God will use those missionaries who are kidnapped. To influence the kidnappers for Christ, it right. didn't say it exactly like that, but it said it in you know that God would would change their mm-hmm. hearts, that God would would help use those missionaries to exactly to turn them to Him. Uh, and, and I and I believe that's a good prayer request, and mm-hmm. I think that that's exactly what we have to do. And um, you know, we're talking about persecution there, persecution, you know, Haiti, Afghanistan, China, persecution mm-hmm. all over the world, and we don't think about the persecution of of the Church of Jesus Christ in 2021. But I believe right now that we are in the United States of America, the church is being persecuted, but it's not to the extent of what it is in other places. And and I think that we're slowly moving into that. Right. Even for you know employers um, asking employees to get vaccinated and then you know you can have a religious exemption or right. whatever 
but it has to be a convincing religious mm-hmm. exemption. And um, there's some people who die hard because of what is, you know, what we've been told that's in the vaccination. Right. You know, um, you know, there's been, um, you know, aborted baby parts in there, fe- what they call whatever fetal it is, fetal cells or whatever. And that's um, that's unconscionable. Mm-hmm. There's no way you put that in your body. No way. And um, so if, you know, somebody feels that way and that's that's a, a belief system in that, then by all means that, you know. You could lose your job right. on this, and I don't know what's coming down the road uh, for us in the United States of America. I know that what I have been told, and some of the things that is speculation in the next, you know, pretty much fifteen to thirty-six months. Right. And um, I mean, here we are, what October of twenty twenty-one. Who would have dreamed October of 2020 that we'd be talking about a vaccination and, and people going right. to lose their jobs because of this? This is the most insane thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. So there is smatterings and a little bit of persecution taking place throughout um, this country. But I think it's going to take a turn because when you start mentioning Jesus Christ, you start mentioning God's word and you right. start mentioning the gospel and, and the truth. Now that's where the rubber meets the road on that. By the way, did you like that Tony Evans quote yesterday? That was good. Is he awesome? Yeah, he is. He's awesome. He has a good mustache, too. He does have a good mat And a soul patch. Yes, he does. Mine's not that great. I can't. Yeah. You asked me yesterday, you were like, oh, you're going full beard? I was like, well, I don't know about that because I really can't grow a full beard. But I'm also maybe going to have to, if I'm going to keep it, going to have to use some Just for Men or something. You should do that. You should dye it blonde. No, it's already coming in white. Blonde would be good. You look good as a blonde. You should do your whole hair blonde. I was blonde when I was younger, up until about like eight eight years old or so. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, do the bleach blonde, like the surfer look. Oh, the way Jock Peterson is right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, no, probably not. How do we get off on this? But anyway, go, Tony, Evans, <laughs> Tony says persecution is different. Um, he's talking about suffering and persecution, but he says persecution is different than just plain old suffering. Persecution is suffering we endure at the hand of our adversaries specifically because of their hatred of our Lord, Master, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Make no mistake, all people will suffer. Not so with persecution because persecution can be avoided because all you have to do is compromise. Right. And that's true. Persecution is a choice. Persecution is a choice that you're going to make. Persecution is something because of what you're talking about, Jesus Christ. You know, say you're, you just stop preaching, you stop teaching, you stop saying that you believe in Jesus, or just say that you don't believe in Jesus Christ, or just keep compromising, or be quiet, right. or comply to whatever they tell you to do. Because I think I said yesterday, every single person who has been persecuted has one thing in common. They've all made the choice to be persecuted. Right. All of them. All of them. Yep. It's a big thing. Absolutely. And suffering is totally different right. than than persecution. Yep. We uh, already mentioned this uh, being pressed on all sides. Um, Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 4.8, uh, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not driven to despair. Mm-hmm. And I love that. The it's almost like I've, I picture a you know one of those mashers in a in a you know that mashes cars. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what yeah. I picture with that verse. We keep getting pressed on right. all sides, but we're not getting crushed with right. that. We're not perplexed. Right. God is so much bigger than than what we're going to have to uh, than what we're dealing with. So, yep, yeah. And you you talked about. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You Don't know, you love Daniel? Yes, the Book of Daniel. Yes, I'm Isn't actually it? I'm actually in the Book of Daniel right now in the Bible recap. I've got like about a five day window where I, when I was sick, I got behind and then okay. I kind of picked back up, and so I've got to go back and and catch up on those five days. But I'm I'm just started Daniel. We're going to actually go through, like a skip and a hop through Daniel on the last. Sunday of November, gotcha. going through that to kind of set that up to what, where everything came from, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize that Daniel was a teenager in Daniel 1, and he's an old man right. by the time we actually right. hear the Daniel story. Right. So, But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. That, but that's why I sang, you know, you talked about that. That's why I sang the, the countdown song that I did of Mercy Me, Even If, you mm-hmm. know, because of, of their 
comment to King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Of saying, you know, hey, our God will save us, but even if he doesn't, you know, we're still not going to bow down to you. We're still not. Isn't that an awesome statement? I love it. Talk about bold. Mm Mm-hmm. And these guys have already been through it. Right. These guys have been through suffering. They've been through persecution already, and they're, they're not backing down yeah. at all. And, and I love that. And, you know, with that song, um, the, the passage from first Peter chapter four, verses 12 through 16, I love that passage where he says, don't be surprised at the fire trials that you're going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad. That's a weird statement. Right. Right. For these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have a wonderful joy seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Jesus Christ, you are going to be blessed. For the glorious spirit of God rests upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be, and he's talking about physical things, right? murder, stealing, making trouble, prying to other people's affairs. But it's no shame to suffer for being a Christian. I love that. Right. And he's breaking that down. If you suffer because of something you did. You did, right. That's doesn't count. You, right. If you suffer, basically even living in a sinful world doesn't count. But if you're being suffering, if you're suffering and you've got persecution because of the name of Jesus Christ or being a Christian, well, that's where you're going to be blessed. Right. By God. I love that. Yeah. Talk about plain spoken, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like the Deuteronomy 31, 6. You read that. Be strong that. and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. How awesome is that yeah. verse? Yeah, there's a very similar Exodus fourteen fourteen maybe that's that's very similar to that where, you know, Moses is telling, you know, the, the Israelites, you know, don't panic, you know. God's going to go before us. God's going to save us from, you know, from our enemies. And why is the first reaction is we panic? Something happens, we we panic. Mm-hmm. We we start hitting the panic button. Uh, financially, um, <clears throat> health wise, um, right. Whatever. Why is it that we panic like that? I mean, what is what what causes people to do that? I mean, we immediately go to the panic. I button. I think it's just our instinct. Again, you know, it's you know. We want to, for me, I speak for myself. You know, I want to be able to handle things myself, and it's like, okay, I, I can do this on my own power, right? I got this, you know. But then panic sets in because it's like, oh, how do I do this, right? I was listening, and I can't remember the name of the speaker. Um, it, I can't remember who it was, but I was listening to a sermon and. He was talking about the Israelite people, and he said, you know, people have told me through the years, and I've actually thought through the years, you know, the Israelites are such complaining, gripey, wimpy people, and they're always hitting the panic button. How could you be like that? And then he said, but since the COVID-19 era, right, I've seen the same thing out of Christians all over the world, right, hitting the panic button, gripey, whiny, hitting the, you know, just, they, there's no faith in God whatsoever, right. even right. though you've seen God move in your life. And I thought that was pretty good because I think that's true. Um, we always look at the Israelites thinking, oh, what a bunch of, um, you know, ungrateful people. Right. Well, we're all like that. Yeah. I think you're right. You yeah. know, panic button. I think that's human all human nature. Yeah, yeah. Human nature for that. Yeah. So, but that is a great, that is a great verse though. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite verses here yeah. recently. And for sure. I love that. I love Jesus's words too in John sixteen thirty three, where he says, you know, here on earth, you're going to have many trials and sorrows, but you need to take heart because I've overcome the mm-hmm. world. And I love that because Jesus is saying there's something more for you than just now. Exactly. Stop looking at what you can look at and look at the next thing to come. Look at your life. Look at eternity. Right. What that's going to right. be like um, with me. But yeah, the whole, we talked about Daniel, we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and mm-hmm. Abednego, and, and I love the fact that these guys stood up to right. the king, and it wasn't so much of them standing up, but God was seen. Right. God was glorified. Right. By what, by what they did, and the responses and to what took place is absolutely uh, what is needed today in 2021, and I, I believe with all my heart that um, we as Christians... All of us, me and you and whoever's listening, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to direct my life mm-hmm. daily. Right. And we not we, we can't think about what's going to happen five weeks from now or what I need to do a week from now or what I need to do tomorrow afternoon. We need to concentrate on this day. 
mm-hmm. of what God wants me to do this day and be intentional about allowing the spirit to work in my life and to direct me to do what he wants me to do. Right. To what? Preserve and the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to know that that's our job. Right. And to do that with the power of God living inside of us. So it's good stuff though. Yes, it is. Christmas is right around the corner too. Oh goodness. You're ready for that. Well, I'm, well, yeah. yeah, not I'm not in, I'm not ready for the presents to buy them yet. But um, well, there's that. I'm always ready for the other stuff to go. The along. singing, the, oh, the Christmas yeah. songs. My daughter's been singing Christmas songs. I noticed I didn't hear her because of having my in ear monitors in, but I did notice that you heard her apparently because first service you turned around and you were smiling. Yeah, apparently her. she was belting out "House of the Lord." She was. Yeah, my four year old is. She's gonna be my singer. She has some iron lungs on her, too. Oh, man. Like, in the car, like, a song will come on, and she'll be like, Dad, turn it up. I like this song. Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> and she just get, she just belts it out, man. It's <laughs> it's great. She does. She's got some iron lungs, man. She, yep. can, she can belt that out. Yeah, I noticed the whole row was just kind of smiling. It just kind of brought <laughs> right. joy to everybody. So I kind of hated the fact I couldn't hear it. But but that was a good day yesterday. It was very good day. Like I said, the weather was good. Didn't have to hear you complain too much about that. No, so. I didn't really complain much about it. Yeah. I mean, that's coming. I'm, I'm trying know. to. I'm trying to use my complaints wisely. Yeah, I don't know how true it is. You know those old wives' tales things, but I have seen out here on Hoskins Road, like the willy worms. The, oh my goodness, black and brown ones, the really dark ones. Like I must have hit forty of them coming in. I counted one day. I was talking to my mom on the phone, and I'm like, I started counting. I counted over 20 of them just on my side of the road from Route 4 to Civi. That's what, three quarters of a mile? Yeah, that's a lot. And they're all black. And they're, yeah, dark black. Some of them are got like the brown stripe in the middle of them. I haven't seen a brown one this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I had one. I took a picture of it. It was on my door, on my uh, frame. Okay. And um, it was black with on the ends with brown, a little bit of brown in the middle. Do those bite? I, I think they might. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll get you one as a pet. Oh, no, thank you. Really? No. But yeah, so no, I, you know, I always heard growing up, that means it could be a, a harsh winter. Lovely. So you're, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. As li- and my wife was like, as long as it snows, I don't care. But if it's just cold and windy, I keep no hearing, thank do you. not, uh, in this world, you're going to have bad weather and some right? terrible winter. That's exactly. Be of good cheer. That's exactly what Jesus For was I talking have overcome about. the world. Right. <laughs> That is exactly what he's talking that's about. Exactly what he was talking about. But. No, that's good. Um, yeah, we've got um, a lot of. Uh, it was a really good day yesterday. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good things um, coming up yep. um, before us, and uh, you know, like we mentioned, um, had some good things happen last week. Prayer night. And, yeah. uh, prayer night was good. Yeah, it was good, and we had the uh, young at young heart. heart, and um, I know student ministry is going well, and mm-hmm. um, we got some, you know, the go grow. Going the row crew is going, going well, very well on Wednesdays, and, um, and got a few things coming up, which is got really the good. No so blankets on, I think mm-hmm. October the twenty fifth. Okay, um, if I remember correctly, on that date, uh, okay. six o'clock, you're in the fellowship hall. Yep. And um, if you're not able to come to that, they are looking for, um, you know, donations of material for that for the blankets, and they're looking for two yards of a, a pattern, and then two yards of a coordinating color for that. And I think there are. Kits available at Joanne Fabric. I didn't realize we had a Joanne Fabric around here. I'm not sure where it is, but you can always Google that, I guess. Right. But, exactly. Um, got Trunk or Treat coming up October 31st. That's a Sunday evening. There will be, I don't believe there will be any youth group that night okay. because um, of that being up. But we need that. trunks right now. We need trunks right now. So maybe I'll decorate the, the bed of my truck. There you go. Since I have a truck now. That'll be good. Maybe we could promote that, and so people could see the new truck, and maybe you can give them rides or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a 2007. It's not like it's you know a brand new truck. Hey, there's, it's still good though. It's still good. It's going to do exactly, exactly what I exactly. need it to. Exactly. Um, so yeah, if you guys, um, haven't signed up to decorate your trunk, go ahead and get that done and you can call the church office or you can go to richwood.church forward slash sign up. How about yep. that? Absolutely. Impressed? You got it. I am impressed. Well, I was looking at it. So okay. How about that? And, and we are still looking for candy donations as well. We I mean, the more candy, the merrier. And I promise that if there is any leftover, it will go to a good home. That'd my, be good. You're my just, home. Right. 
In your belly. In my belly. Yeah, probably not. And then we're having Operation Christmas Child. Yep. Um, it's coming down the road. And um, so we're going to ask for people's help in buying gifts for boys and girls that can fit into a sh- – the gifts fit into a shoebox. Mm-hmm. And I guess the target age is five to nine years old. Yep. And the gifts can be brought to the church on Sunday or during regular business hours throughout the week. And on Sunday, November the 14th, uh, the children and um, in Club 252 is going to be packing boxes. So if you want to join them after the second service to help finish that up, you can uh, do that. And mm-hmm. So all those boxes will be packed. So if you're looking for suggestions for uh, gifts for five to nine-year-olds, um, I guess you go to Samaritan's Purse, mm-hmm. and there's a section there's that a you can go there. and click on there for specifically for five to nine. So go to Samaritan's Purse, and you yep. can, they'll give you ideas of, of, what, of what you need. So. Yep. It's a good thing coming up. That's good. The kids will have a great time doing that oh, yeah. in Club 252. So, And then I know it's still a little bit away, but I believe we hammered down a date for the night of worship. Okay. And we're going to go uh, December the 5th. So we'll we'll kick off the uh, the Christmas season in style with a night of worship on that Sunday night, December 5th. So Sounds we'll, good. we'll kick off that Sunday with some Christmas songs in the morning and then gather back together for some, some Christmas worship in the evening as well. So... Cannot believe we're talking Christmas. I'm ready. Let's go with it. I'm ready for it. Seems like Christmas comes around about every six months now for me. I don't know why that is. Yeah. It goes fast. Super fast. And then um, on October the 31st, right after the second service, right around 12 Mm -hmm. noon, going to have a congregational meeting. It's just going to be a brief meeting, kind of an informational meeting and an update meeting. So uh, if you are interested in that, you can um, hang around um, after the second service on the 31st. Or come back if you come to first service. Exactly. And are you preaching that day? I'm preaching that day, and we're going to go Ezekiel 37, the Valley of Dry Bones. I didn't plan that with it being Halloween, but it's very kind of, you know, Halloweenish. It is. Are you going to do Monster Mash that day? That Maybe. would be awesome. The Monster Mash. Yeah, that would be awesome. So yeah, that, that'll be good that day. And then the following Sunday mm-hmm. on November 7th, Clint Matlack, our student minister is going to be, uh, speaking. So that'll be yep. awesome. And, yep. um, looking forward to that. And then the final three weeks of November, we're going to be, um, talking about signs of Jesus returning on the, uh, the, the next week after that one, and then we're going to be talking about choices. You have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. And then um, on the final Sunday of November, we're going to talk about it's time to draw a line in the sand and what what that actually means. So nice. probably make a few friends that day. And then we'll go fluff. And then Christmas. we're going to go into Christmas, and everybody's going to be like, is this the same guy that just did the last week? So Right. Right. Oh, hear the angel voices. That'll be nice. Graphics done. Is it? I haven't seen it. I'm looking yes, forward to it. Yes, you have. It. I have. I showed it to you last oh, week. Oh, yeah, you did see it. Yeah, I did see yeah. it. You're right. It looks absolutely awesome. You're yeah. right. Oh, your memory. It's bad. It's going. It's bad. Do you remember last week when you actually attempted to sing Oh, Hear the Angels' yeah, Voices? I'm not going to do that this that week. That was terrible. I left it in there, though. You did leave it in there, and I listened to it again, and I was like, dude, that was terrible. It and was. It really was terrible. I know it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know. There wasn't even a tune there. No, it was bad. Yeah. It's pretty well. That's that is like my all time favorite Christmas song, Oh Holy Night. I'm a big fan of Josh Groban's version too. Oh yeah, that's really good, you know. He's that's, he's got some some lungs. Are, is he coming here for worship? Yeah, him and I are leading the night of worship together. Perfect. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Josh Groban unplugged with Brandon Chanel. Right, exactly. Yeah, I doubt that will happen. <laughs> but well, do you have anything else? Man, I don't. I don't either. Got a good week ahead of us, though. Yeah. It looks like the weather's going to be great, and looking forward to that. Yep. I'm going to get some hunting in this weekend, hopefully. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Get out in a tree stand. I've been out twice this year. That is, it is This is by far the least amount that I have hunted ever by mid-October. Well, but you, you get know, her, you get a, her done. I had a slow start, and then I haven't wanted to get out the past couple weeks just because it's been so hot, like... If I don't want to get out there, the deer don't want to move. And you need to go do. hunting. My son just got done from salmon. Yeah, he did. Fishing and he saw caught some, some pictures. Fan, yeah, he caught eighteen of those oh bad my. boys, but he gave a lot of them away. Right. So I think he actually came home with four or five or whatever. Gotcha. Man, those That's things still are a lot huge. of fish. Yeah, they're huge. My dad went fishing Friday in a stock trout stream where they stock trout anywhere from I think two to eight pound trout, which that's, that's a big, big trout. That's big. And he caught one that was. Six and a half, seven pounds. It was, I sent you a picture of it or yeah, showed you a picture big, of yeah. it. It was a big trout. Big. And another one about four or five pounds. So 
So you'll have to uh, see about swinging a trade with Dustin for deer meat for deer salmon. Meat. Yeah, for, if you like salmon, I'm not a big. I salmon love salmon, fan, but yeah, my big. Fan. It is good on the Blackstone. I've got some blackened. Well, that might be seasoning good. for salmon. Yeah, that's really good. I like Mrs. Paul's shrimp. That's about as fish. I like shrimp. I go. I like shrimp. Yeah. I don't know who Mrs. Paul is, but you never heard of Mrs. Paul's like mm-hmm. shrimp. You know, you put them in the oven, you you know bake them for whatever, and that's not shrimp. Yeah, no, that's why I like it. It's like fish sticks or something. Exactly. <laughs> Processed stuff. Yeah, right. That's the only no, time I'll eat it. I like real shrimp. Yeah, right. Shrimp <laughs> and scallops. And, yeah. I'm not a big seafood fan. Oh, I love seafood. Mm. Love yeah. seafood. Goodness. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening to Grounded. And again, if you guys want us to try any of your favorite coffee, yeah. we are ready and we are willing to do that. We love, we love our coffee. Mm. And once again, thank you to Donovan for bringing yep. in the Highlander Grog. Yep. And we have been sipping on that the entire hour. And um, Brandon's had like five cups over there. <laughs> I'll say I downed mine. He did. He's about spilled it twice, but he got her down. So it was almost a tragedy. Right. Yep. Thanks, Donovan. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we hope that you have a great week and tune back in next week for who knows what. Could be Something, anything. Something's going to happen between now and then. Exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you next week.